I think when we trade in our peace for dysfunction and try to make it look pretty, it is a no-win proposition. Today's episode is part three in our three-part series, Fear of Losing Yourself in a Relationship. Part one was focusing on marriage. Part two was focusing on relationships in general. And today, part three focuses on how losing yourself negatively impacts your children. I'm so excited to welcome back Pam Benson Owens. Let's get into today's conversation and be sure after this episode to go back and listen to part one and part two. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. So I want to talk a little bit about, we have children and you have a boy and a girl. I have two boys and a girl. And I think now that we have children, this work of exemplifying and demonstrating healthy relationships and not just healthy relationships, but healthy people and, and a healthy individual is so much more concentrated now because I've been in a toxic relationship. And so now that I have children, it is important for me to break the cycle and to show them what healthy relationships look like. And before you get to the relationship, what it means to take care of yourself and take care of your heart and your soul and also blocking the things that you don't want and how to protect your peace in the space where someone else is trying to manipulate you. Like that work is so incredibly crucial for me now as a mother and a single mother who is trying to raise three good people two boys who were who were going to be men and a girl who is going to be in a relationship with you know like i don't want to create three more monsters and put three monsters out into the world because i have done a disservice to the world and to them if i don't teach them how to recognize when they have to remain whole and also how they show up in a relationship so for you, I know that that is incredibly important to you. And you have a, a daughter, a teenage daughter who, you know, uh, who, who looks to you as her mentor and you are an incredible mother. So how, how do you navigate that and teaching them how to be? Well, in a let room? me go back for, let me go back for, for a minute because I don't want the listeners to miss this moment of real clarity. Mm-hmm. The minute you chose to leave Mm -hmm. did more than half of the teaching that you think you have to do now with your kids about how to be whole and what healthy relationships look look like that was the dissertation on resetting their construct and their expectations around around relationships Thank you for that. I really need you to hear that because you did half the work by doing that. Now, the the rest to do, frankly, is very little because you are doing what is most powerful, which is you are leading by example of what is okay and healthy and what is not. And the part that you get to retire is being responsible for what your ex-partner does in that space. 
Mm. You have now demonstrated so well how it should look and what wholeness looks like. Your kids are going to be fine. Thank you for that. No now, one said that. that to me. And I take that with such... I, I don't really have any words because it is not lost on me. My goal has always been to be a good mother and also save myself. But no one has ever put the two together and, and packaged it up in the gift form that you just gave it to me. So that means so much. And I so appreciate that. Cause we just, yeah, I just go every day, you know, and I don't take a minute to just breathe and realize what we've come through together as the four of us. So thank you for that. You have fundamentally changed the trajectory for your kids. Yeah. Your daughter will probably be president of the United States. <laughs> I'm not sure what the boys will do, but she is fire and solid as a rock. And I do not lose a minute's sleep. She got it because you decided that it was more important to be whole and at peace. Yeah. That is the, that girl, that's better than therapy. That is the biggest teacher is <laughs> to, to do it by example. So I have no doubt that the kids will be fine. I will also say to you that breaking that cycle is powerful, mm. but then writing a book about the path to help others possibly not go down that road mm -hmm. and or heal from that road is just some badass shit. Girl. And so you have to also separate yourself from the messiness that once was mm -hmm. you are not there now there were lessons to your point earlier in all of that you also by way of that have taught them resilience determination ingenuity being able to do more with less critical thinking skills bravery confidence endurance i mean come on girl girl come on come on Ooh. so you you did you just you just packed your parenting in over into a two-year period right <laughs> when you had to flex but your kids got it but when you think about demonstrating healthy relationships for kids and in, in this household i think one of the and they might end up in therapy the rest of their lives <laughs> but one of the biggest things i feel like we've done is I never wanted to be the household where arguments were done behind closed doors, yeah. where real feelings were not expressed, where we could not articulate, I am not feeling you right now and here's why. 
And I'm sure my mom probably winces sometimes at the how real I communicate. <laughs> but I don't want any surprises for my kids. My boy, who is on the autism spectrum, totally different style I have to utilize. I don't mm. want any surprises for him. And my 14-year-old daughter, who literally came out of the womb 25 and ready to burn her bra. <laughs> my little activist. I am real with her too. Girl. And girl. Both of our daughters. My, You know, mine w- walks around with the pen that was given to her by a, a friend of hers that says, smash the patriarchy. I didn't know what patriarchy was until I was in my 20s. She's, she's known that she was 12 and she's all about smashing that shit. <laughs> Well, I'm sitting in my office right now with two of her paintings in my office. And when she came to visit me, it's (laughs) slightly scary that she knew the majority of the books on my bookshelf. Just saying. Yes. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Right. Concerning and scary. (laughs) And I'm, you know, 30 years older than she, you know, little uncomfortable and, and. I'm so thankful. Mm. But both because of our girls, things. both of our girls, Pam, your girls, same thing, same thing because of you. So like, don't discount. Well, but the likelihood of them going into a ditch and waking up 20 years into a marriage and being mm. like, who am I? Right. Is very As a matter of fact, I worry more about them not being able to function in a relationship. <laughs> right. No but they will recognize. And I know my daughter, because of her dad has said to me many times, oh, I know how to say no. And I know what to expect. And I know what I don't want because of what she has seen. Excuse you. Do you understand how critical that is? What you just said? Girl. Where does she get that from? You. I am naming and claiming what is unacceptable. Yeah. I am going to model it by exiting the room. Yep. I am going to rebuild it. And we are going to be about health and wholeness Mm -hmm. and contentment. And we are going to define what is enough. And we are going to live, practice living into it every day. Yes. She could run the world. She could run the world on that. On that. Girl. And how about my oldest son, 19, who just broke up with his girlfriend? And I celebrated that decision, not because I celebrated it for this only reason. No matter how I felt about the relationship, I celebrated it because he recognized that there was better for him. And he recognized what he, he he recognized the environment and he did not like the environment that was created. He did not like, not just the reciprocation of the contribution, but he recognized his strength and his bravery in that relationship. And he recognized he had permission to get out of it. And I was so proud of him because I was so worried about 
because his personality, he is a not, he is a beautiful soul and he's a nice kid and he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And we had conversations around that, around recognizing how you do better for yourself. And he did it. And when he told me he did it, I was like, he's going to be okay. Thank you, Jesus, that he is not a passive person and that he will be okay in, in whatever relationship, whatever is next that he goes into. So I think that is what we are doing for our children in the way that we are teaching them and the way that you were teaching them how to create the permission for themselves to be themselves and not lose themselves by what they see and what they hear from you. And that, but that is a daily intentional mm. practice. How can I honor myself today? Mm-hmm. Mm. In what ways do I need to hold space for my feelings? Am I doing that act by way of obligation or is it something that I want to do? Well, I understand there are things sometimes that I might not actually want to do. I need to understand what is the cost to me when I do. Yeah. Who around me makes me bring out the best in me and bring out the worst in me? That is so key is how that person makes you feel and how that person supports you, roots for you, and ultimately how they bring out the best in you and not the worst to the point where you want to literally kill them. Literally, or I don't feel safe with you. I'm out. Yes. Every time I express my feelings, you think I'm arguing with you. I'm out. Yes. Right. I, when I show up in space with you, you have to use several qualifiers for me to be around your friends, not yeah. my people. Right. Right. So though that's what, that's the gift you're giving them. The biggest gift you can give them is to give them an environment to get to know themselves and trust themselves. Mm. The rest, yes. The rest, girl, the rest comes. Yeah. Right? I mean, I definitely, I can, I recognize even in the space that I'm in that there are things that I just, you know, have, you know, parameters around with the kids. But I'm all for a good learning lesson and a great mistake. Yeah. Because I feel like it teaches my kids way more than always removing the obstacle for them. Right. So I'll let a plate right. fall. I'll let, the, I'll let them drop a plate. So I can go like, so let's look at this. Right. What can we learn from this? Mm -hmm. Right. Do you want to repeat that? I bet you don't. Okay. It usually takes care of itself. Right. 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 Awesome. Why did you pick that person as a friend? Every time I pick you up, you're in a fight. Right. She doesn't seem like she has your good, your best interest at heart. I don't know, mom. I feel like I have to be friends with her. What would it look like? I never tell people like you have to announce that you're leaving, but what would it look like if you just scaled back some and found some friends that really honor who you are? Yeah. And then she does it and she'll say, man, I wish I had done that weeks ago. Yep. Same thing with marriage, same thing with committed relationship. You don't want to wake up and go, I wish I would have done that. Because even in this situation for you, when I'm sure you decided I'm going to leave, there were probably two things that went, you, you were liberated and felt like you were going to throw up. 
probably all the same moment. Yeah. All of it. All of it. You go through all the emotions. You feel all of it. And right. it feels like everything is like right on the top of your skin. Like it yeah. is so present for you that it feels like goosebumps because ev everything feels like you are feeling it at that moment and all at the same time. And then you feel like crazy because it's just like a cosmic ball of emotions. And, and then you're confused, like, why am I crying right now? And you don't even know why. It's like so many things to unpack because there was so much that you gave into it and so much time that was spent in it. And then so much time figuring out what you wanted. And then so much time trying to groom it. And then a lot of wasted time. So all of it is, it is, it just, yeah, it just lives on top of you for a long time until it just, it just is not there anymore. But um, wow. it, life is crazy. Life is just crazy. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Single socks are so annoying, aren't they? Especially when you're sure you put two socks together in the wash, only to find one of them has pieced out somewhere in between the washing and drying cycle. But your problems are now solved with Soulmate Socks. They are magnetic socks that stay together in the laundry so you're never left with lost and single socks. Knitted from bamboo, they are the softest socks you'll have in your drawer. They're antifungal, antimicrobial, and they're breathable. So when you need your socks to stay together, grab a pair of Soulmate Socks, where every sock has a soulmate. Shop online today at soulmatesocks.com. That's S-O-L-E-M-A-T-E-S-O-X.com. I so appreciate your, not just your candidness, but the lack of fear you have around holding back because of fear of what somebody's going to say. Like all this shit needs to be talked about because it hasn't been talked about. And then people get into whatever the situation is and realize, oh my God, nobody told me. So we're telling you, we're saying the shit. And if you realize after you hear the shit that you don't want to be in the shit, then don't set yourself up for it. <laughs> because right. you do have control. And I think that's what people need to remember is that they do have control and they do have their own power. And so I hope that this has been empowering for people that needed to hear it. Obviously it's not for everybody and lots of people are not ready to make that decision for themselves and that's fine, but they need to come to that decision. If, if it's a decision they need to come to, you got to come to it. Because what I always say is like, there is more happiness on the other side of fear. There is more happiness. And if it means you're by yourself for a while, then so be it. At least you don't have to like make decisions with somebody else. At least you don't have to like lower yourself or not where there's a song. I think it's Casey Musgrave. I don't know. It's a country singer. Anyway, she, she says something about, um, I didn't wear my high heels shoes because I was going to be taller than you. I didn't wear my red oh, yeah. lipstick. You know what I'm talking about? What song is that? The song is called I'm Not Gonna Be Friends With You because I don't want to be around anybody. <laughs> yes. I, I don't need any friends that aren't wearing their best, that aren't coming as themselves. Right. Because you know why? Because it throws me off. Then I start diminishing, like, I, I can't be, no. Right. It can't, it doesn't no. work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. God has given us, each of you individually, us, 
the ability to be the best person we can be so that we can be an inspiration to others. And if in any way somebody else is taking that from us, if anybody else is trying to smother our light, then that person is not for us. And that person is, is not worthy to, to share the space with us. And sometimes the undercurrent of fear is embarrassment. I can't believe I didn't catch it. I can't believe mm. I let this go. Get mm. over yourself. Mm-hmm. Get over mm. yourself. That is an absolute self-manipulation tactic yeah. that will keep you in the situation longer than you need to. And part of the opportunity to heal is to simply unlearn that shit you tell yourself. Yes. Yes. The self-sabotage. You, have to get out of, you can't heal in the same environment that's jacking you up. Right. Right. Girl. Oh, there's it. so much wisdom. There's so much wisdom. Okay. One last thing before you go, what else would you say is a way to not lose yourself in a relationship? I really believe that you have to build a separate life of things that feed you, that grow you, that allow you to be still, that give you something to look forward to, that um, honor and recognize you in ways that are important and defined by you. And that that then undergirds doubt, low self-esteem, idleness, I'm just going to be idle and just hang out and I'm never going to go anywhere. I think it's really important to not lose yourself. And I also think it's important from the way in on to be super honest about here's what you're getting. And don't ask me to change these very things that you were attracted to about me in order to morph into somebody else that's more comfortable for you. Mm hmm. So in our household, we sit in discomfort a lot because we practice it, mm. Mm -hmm. right? When we start, when I feel like it's getting complacent and we are starting to take each other for granted, I call it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so it's really important that you, in order to stay in that space, you're, you, are, you are listening to things that are um, life-giving. You are reading things that are life-giving. You are around people. Half the reason I believe that relationships fail is because the usually for the female, the people they put around them are doing the same fake shit. Yep. You can't, fake can't hold fake accountable. Right. So a lot of times when you then go forward in sacred space, there is this robotic automaticity about what people should say versus saying, I hear you. How do we help you get out? Yeah. How can I help you exit? Hey, I noticed you stopped coming to book club. Yeah. Hey, you missed the last three socials. Hey, I recognize that you are now have stopped doing some things that you love in order to accommodate your partner's schedule how does that feel you used to love horseback riding you used to love scrapbooking you used to love swimming in the morning or tennis or whatever it is or girls trips yeah 
How can we help you comfortably be able to go in a way that does not rock your world and disrupt your life? Yeah. Right? If we rode with each other like a good pair of Spanx, <laughs> right? I got you. I'm gonna hold it in. Right? I'm gonna reduce the I'm gonna reduce the ripples of what you're feeling. I believe relationships would fundamentally change. Yeah. Who is on the outside saying you're okay? Actually, I don't I don't I don't recognize you anymore. Yeah. Wait. I recognize I see how he talked to you. Hey, that's not I want you to know. I think that's not okay. Yeah. Hey, have you noticed your kids are like, you know, for figments of their former selves. They're just trying to survive. You created a survival mode. And now you don't recognize that you have an out. Yeah. Right? So I, I'm big on like, have you checked? I check in with myself daily. Like, am I am I able to show up as I am? No. Okay, I can't today because I got to go to work work or corporate America. Mm -hmm. Then I say, what am I going to plant in my day to be able to be fully myself? Yeah. Daily mm -hmm. practice. Sometimes that's sleeping. Sometimes that's going to the gym. You know, I've worked really hard on my health, but it's not negotiable. Mm -hmm. So what am I not going to do so I can literally spend some time just being me? Sometimes I go to vacation in my head, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. I escape that way. Mm -hmm. But you have got to be super present in your life to be able to call it when you are not you are losing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And not afraid to do so. You have to get over the fear. And of, you have to decide that it's not selfish to say, here's what I need. Right. 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 But what Self we do to women is you're high maintenance. You're high mm. maintenance. I'm not high maintenance. A woman cannot be high maintenance. You want to know why? Because most often we can actually maintain that for which we're asking for. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So regardless of who it is, if you feel a diminished sense of self mm -hmm. when you're around that person, not okay. Right. And that, that <laughs> is right. That's the flag to get out. You only need one flag. You don't need a bunch of other red flags. Right. And half the battle inside of the construct of the marriage is it might not happen right away, but you can resign in your, you can reconcile in your mind. I'm out. It might not happen the next day, but just naming I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. Maybe not even to your partner, but in your head will give you a posture of courage to work toward the actual physical act of leaving. Yeah. Or do like you did. What do you call it? A getaway box <laughs> in getaway the box. back of the closet with cash and a change of clothes. That's just, that's just good self-care. Right. Right. Oh my God. This has been so incredibly amazing and enriching and empowering and inspirational and the hard, cold truth. So I thank you for your truth. I just love our friendship, our sisterhood, because we can actually talk about the things that have been painful 
and we can talk about the things that that are not popular. <laughs> and I love it because, you know, we set shit on fire and it, things need to be set on fire a lot more often so people can see what is real and what's authentic. So much of what we see is fake and, and people go through life hurting and not realizing that they can talk about it and it's okay to talk about it because talking about it helps to heal. So this has been so good. All right. So you guys, this episode, uh, I, I want you to go back and listen to parts, the other parts of this one episode. We talk about fear of losing yourself in a marriage, fear of losing yourself in the relationship, and also how that loss of yourself is exemplifying and demonstrative to your children and how we can better prepare our children for relationships and what healthy relationships look like. So make sure you listen to the other episodes. Thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to check out Pam's podcast called Rooted. She has so much experience around um, work environment. She does a lot of consulting and management and helping organizations do better, be better communicators and leaders and, man and, and managers. And she has so much information and knowledge around that. So make sure you check out her podcast called Rooted and, um, and continue to come back. In the meantime, go check out the podcast boutique. There are tons of fantastic finds that will help you stay brave and courageous every single day. I know Pam has some some stuff, some earrings, some candles, and all of I'm it. I'm burning a candle now, yes. and I wear my earrings. Yes, yes, Love those earrings. Yes, all of it is meant to continue to encourage you to be courageous and brave every single day. So I hope that it speaks to you um, in whatever way it needs to speak to you. You can visit the store at my website, katenya.com, C-A-T-E-N-Y-A.com. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Fuck Fear. Coming up on a new episode of Fuck Fear. That's what sexual assault is about. Power and control. If I can, if I can overpower you, you won't think that what's happening to you is wrong. On the next episode, we talk about fear of reporting sexual assault. In producing this episode, I wanted to be thoughtful, careful, sensitive, empathetic, and sympathetic with those who have been in the situation, who are in the situation, and the many fears that people face before they actually make the report of sexual assault. According to Rain, Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network, 20% of cases go unreported because of fear of retaliation. But that's not the only fear that people who have been sexually assaulted face. So joining us on this episode is Yolanda McCarty-Harris. She is a director of Mission Critical Initiatives at the Institute for Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault at the Steve Hicks School of Social Work at the University of Texas at Austin. We spend a lot of time talking about her research. One of the things her research has told her is that many women don't report sexual assault because they don't believe a crime has actually happened. It comes from years and years of a patriarchal society, societal norms, and fears. So we break down all of it. We talk about her research. We talk about the whys. And we talk about 
if you are fearing reporting sexual assault, what you should do. So be sure to join us for this very important, very important episode. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. If you feel led, I'd love for you to write a review, check out other episodes, and as always, thank you for listening.